0: Flash. Zoom. It's time to settle this. Yeah, I think so too. You've terrorized my loved ones, hurt my friends and family, and even stole my speed. Worst of all, you've threatened the entire world's existence. No, more than the world, all worlds. For this, we must finish this once and for all. Yes. Race. Right. Wait, what? Let's race. Race? What are we, in first grade? Race? How does that solve anything? We're speedsters. We race. No. Usually you do something evil and take off. I just chase after you. I'm not racing you. Oh, but there's only one way to solve it. Then we'll lose the fastest man alive. Don't care about that. Try to save the world here. We'll race to the death. How? Are you fight each other with weapons as we race? No, who races like that? Then how are we racing to the death? Even if we run really fast, we won't disintegrate. I ran so fast, I can have multiple time remnants. Again, why do you care? Like, seriously, are you six years old inside? Because that's the only age where that's like a thing. You're a scary ass demon-looking type of dude. How is this your coup de gras? I know now. You fear losing. I fear a lot of things. I mean, I am Barry Allen. I'm a bit of a goody two shoe bitch. But even I'm cool enough to know that racing to solve our problems is pretty lame. Race. <laughs> Star. Well, not everybody's good with a bow and arrow. In Central City, anyway. It seems like everyone in Star City is good with one, though. <sighs> Weird. Nerd talk. Dork talk. Real talk. The coolest podcast ever. The Kenny Ho Show. It's Showtime. Life is short, so while we're here, let's nerd out! Hey, what up? Welcome to another edition of the coolest podcast ever. A real opinion about not real stuff. It's the Kenny Ho Show with old Kenny here with you. How you doing today? What are you up to? If you're burying a corpse, do you need some help? I hope you're doing well, because that would make the one of us. Why, you ask? Why? How considerate of you. Well, let me indulge myself then. I was going to do this show yesterday... Episode 81, but I couldn't. Not because of time, like usually. Not because of scheduling. But because I was super duper, ultra, mega, uber, incredibly amazing. Superior? Was Superior Spider-Man? Uncannily depressed. No, I wasn't sitting here thinking about Cutter Girl. No, I wasn't looking at what could have been if I just stuck with acting. I didn't even look at pictures of when I used to be a handsome young man and I look in the mirror and be like, damn I let myself go because that will also do the trick but no I guess I can't re- well I could get into it but let's not really get into too many details let's just say there's this other gig I do I work for a pretty big show in Toronto it may even be nationwide not sure but whatever But through them, I was able to get in touch with, let's say, a pretty prominent figure in the Kenny Ho Show lore. If you've been listening for the past 80 episodes, there's a handful of them. I'm not going to reveal which one. Just take a wild guess. And you might be right. But I was this close. I got them to agree to an interview. Or at least I got her manager to agree to an interview. But when I got in touch with them yesterday to confirm... It's not a full-on no, but I'm reading between the lines, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. It's not completely out of the cards, but then again, you could argue that happiness is not completely out of the cards for me. But with that, I'm also not holding my breath. So, yeah. Now, I mean, the interview would have been for the show I work for, but I'm assuming there would have been some bleed-through. I don't think it would have been out of the question if I you know, asked her to record a little something for the Kenny Ho show. But it would have been really cool just for, you know, A, as I said, it was a big show. It would have been good for her to get the exposure to these cats. But B, it would have been really cool for me to have met this person, got to sit down, have a conversation. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say, I'm assuming assume you've met a lot of people in your day who you prefer to have never met. I know I have. So I think it's, it'd be really cool to meet someone who I think the world of, have so much respect for. And have her work affect me in a positive, inspiring, light-inducing kind of way. So yeah, after that email, oh boy. Like, I've gotten pretty good at being pretty even. Like, you know, not be so up, not be so down. But yesterday, I went down like if Mike Tyson hit me in the jaw. And I I was kind of surprised. Because I've been, I think I've been through some stuff in life. I don't have resting bitch face, but I do have resting sad face. A permanent pout has has formed on my face. I was very disappointed in myself. I'm like, Kenny, I thought you were more jaded than this. I thought I'd gotten to the point in my life where I didn't expect anything from anybody. But then I realized over the past like couple months, I've done it at least three times. One was I met this girl at work, a different gig I do. Yes, I operate like I'm an illegal immigrant with multiple jobs. Yeah, but I met this really amazing girl. Honestly, the first girl that I really liked since Cutter Girl. I still don't think they're on the same level. I think Cutter Girl was my unicorn and she got away. But this one here, closest thing since... I didn't think about it I got my hopes up I'm like wait a minute I couldn't get cutter girl and years later I'm less attractive less funny less witty just less awesome possum I'm expecting to land a girl like this Like why did I do that I set myself up for that disappointment and then there was at this other job I do I was trying to get myself into a different part of that job where I would make more money work more often so I don't have to have like five jobs and it's not like I was being hopeful about it I thought it was a done deal I'm like I think all I have to do is just ask I've worked hard I've been there a while like I look around and look at the other people who work there I'm like I don't think they can really move anybody into that position I think if I just ask it's all mine so I started making plans. Oh man, if I work this many days, I'll make this much money. I could do this and this and this with it. Maybe get some nice cameras, start to uh, finally do the Kenny Ho video show properly with nice cameras and lights and stuff. But nope. Not only not only did the manager not say, "Yeah, for sure, welcome aboard." But he was like, "You ain't even that good at this. You're never going you're never moving into this other position." I'm like, "Holy crap, bro. Just say no and be done with it." Way to kick a guy while he's down. And then, of course, this, the interview. And I I hold no ill will against her whatsoever. Nor is there any reason for me to hold any ill will against her manager. She's actually a very pleasant lady to deal with. And I hope, even though this hasn't panned out this time, that who knows, down the line. The problem is, I don't see myself doing as many jobs as I do for very long. Like, something's got to give at some point. Like, at some point, I'm going to leave this show. Not the Kenny Ho show. It's the one thing I got. Because this other gig, I'm not happy doing it. It's kind of in the industry, networking experience, all that stuff. It's not like here where it's like, I'm happy doing this. I get to perform. I get to create the stuff I like to create. And it makes me think sometimes, is this the right industry for me? Because at the end of the day, I like being creative. I like radio. I generally like people in radio as well. But it's not Kenny Hosho at the end of the day. Sometimes I get to have fun and create something I'm really proud of. Other times it's like, well, this is what I'm professionally obligated to do. And so I'll do it. What what am I doing? I'm getting off track here. Basically, I'm saying, again, it's not 100% out of the question right now, but it's not looking good. But I do hope it happens because let's say a year from now, I don't see myself being in the position to approach this camp again, being like, hey, here's this giant show that you could be on. Just let me interview you and that's gonna happen. Unless somehow the Kenny Ho show blows up overnight. But I've been at it for over three years now. Yes, the numbers have been better for these past few months. I think the show's become better over the past few months. But I am the lowest rated podcast ever for a reason. Like if I took these figures and I tried to go pitch an advertiser with it, they'd be like, Are you freaking kidding me? We might as well just we might as well just pitch our message against the wall. At least that'll be free. But whatevs, I've been speaking for way too long about this. I want to, I'm going to close up with this piece of advice. You know, I'm a, I'm a veteran of this game. I've been around a long time and I've learned one thing. The lesson here, kids, is dream small or don't even dream at all. That's how you fend depression away. All right, let's do this. It's a slow news week. Of course it is. Old Ken is feeling blue. Let's just make it even more difficult for him. But suddenly, I have a dose of positivity burning and coursing through me. I say, let's take these lemons and make some lemonade. First up, Metroid 2, the remake, gets the old cease and desist, like 48 hours into its existence. All right, let me see a raise of hands. Who didn't see this coming? All right, you're just screwing with me, hand back down. Everybody saw this coming. Especially the type of traction it got where it was on like Kotaku, IGN, and countless other websites I've never even heard of. Hey man, as a fan of the original Metroid 2, I appreciate the effort, and if it were up to me, i just leave it be. It's not like Nintendo's really making money off that IP at this point anyway. Why not let the fans enjoy themselves? But, it's real life. So Nintendo gave them the old k shattered their dreams. I don't know what their dreams were. They are giving it away for free, so they are expecting to get rich off of it. Wasn't going to happen. But they did. I think they started, like, in 2012 on this, if I remember correctly. So they spent the past, like, three or four years working on this. Could you, could you imagine spending three or four years of your life creating something only to have it taken away from you in, like, less than three days? It's like the Olympics, Yesterday, I was so depressed, I found myself watching the Olympics. I cleared my schedule and I just laid down and watched the bloody Olympics. And you gotta think about it, three or four years, that's roughly the time between Olympics. You know, these guys train their whole lives and you finally get to show the world the results of your hard work every four years. And for some people, you put in that type of time and effort, you win a gold medal or, you know, a silver or bronze, you win a medal. But then, these Metroid guys, or like the other 15 guys, who get nothing. It's one thing to be like fourth and be like, ah, is this close. Let me work harder. I'll get her in four years. But how about that guy that finishes like 10th? It's like, holy crap, bud. I wasn't even close. Like, you could be the guy who even gets laughed at because he's so far out of it. Not necessarily because he isn't good at what he does, but, like, because a guy like that Phelps dude is a freaking nature and he breaks world records and it makes you look even worse. Like, you watch the Olympics. There's always that one guy who's so far behind. You're just like, dude, you should just call it a day, be a G, and just, like, swim off the side. Because at least then you lose in style. I know there's something to, you know, finishing what you started, but how mortifying would it be to have spent the past four years training, you know, being poor, you know, living in a bachelor, maybe even in a in a room in somebody's house in the ghetto or something, and you spend all your money on your diet and your training, you give up your social life, etc. 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 Only to finish dead last. It's like, I gave up KFC for this? It's finger looking good, man. Every time I want to have a piece of that Colonel's chicken, you know what I do? I remind myself, you can't do it. You got the Olympics. You got to be in the best possible shape you can be. You got to be better than normal. You got you to gotta have a physique that represents the peak of human potential. So instead of having some KFC, I take a piece of rice cake and throw some oregano on it. Why oregano? Because nobody knows the Colonel's secret blend. We can fly a goddamn satellite to Pluto, but nobody's figured out the secret recipe. I just want my rice cake to taste good. Why can't it taste like the new Zinger chicken? That's one thing that I give up all that and I finish with a gold medal. And probably a couple of hot Olympian babes in the Olympic Village want to get to know me real personal, if you know what I mean. You know, they want to get to experience the pinnacle of human perfection. But I end up dead last? I finish six seconds after the guy right in front of me? I'm now the laughingstock of Canada? This is all balls. I need to go for a walk. Oh, hi, mosquito. Ah! Sorry, sir. It appears you have just caught the Zika virus. Oh man, I feel sorry for that son of a bitch. Because that's old Kenny type of luck. Wait, what the hell was I talking about before? <laughs> oh right, Metroid. Yes. Those idiots. What the hell would you sink that type of time and resources into something you know damn well Nintendo's not going to sit back and let you get away with? This is the company. Didn't they shut down anyone who tried to use their their characters on YouTube like nobody does that except for them and you're gonna be like yeah I'll chance it maybe I'll be the lucky one hey man chase your dreams but if the end result is legal trouble I think you should go with your second dream an unauthorized Star Wars movie no damn it go learn the language the Chronicles of Narnia is getting a reboot did you see those movies I saw the first one I loved them books as a kid. I I enjoyed the first movie. But then I hear the next two really sucked. You know, on one hand, I really like the positivity. They're like, it's not a lost cause yet. Let's just bring in a new team. Bring in a new cast. Let's salvage this. Makes sense. And it makes sense even as far as the story goes because I think in this one, The Silver Chair, it's about the cousins or whatever. It's not even about the original kids, so now would be the perfect time to reboot this sucker, bring in new people, fresh blood. But here's the thing. I'm pretty sure they were hoping for like a Harry Potter type of franchise because I think there's like eight books. They're, well, we can have eight movies and we're gonna look like good guys because with that many books, We don't even need to split up the last movie into two. And three movies in, they've gone from Disney to Fox to now Sony. So I'm assuming this idea of this being a major tentpole is a bust. I think they should hang it up at this point. But then again, I still hope to someday be a successful hunk. To have a girl who's a cutter girl in every way minus the cutting herself. And also the hating my guts part, I suppose. But either way, I suppose I cannot judge anybody for having pipe dreams. Luke Cage! Is that how he talks? I don't know why I just did that. I hope it's not a racist thing. I'm better than that. Maybe. But looking good, looking good, Luke Cage. Have you seen the trailer yet? You know what, I'll throw it up on the Kenny Ho Show Facebook page. Give it a like while you're there. It's sad, really. I've had it for like three years. It's still under 100 likes. Oh, hey, Amazon. Would you like to advertise on the Kenny Ho show? Uh, Come on, I got the latest Luke Cage trailer here. And it looks good. Looks different from the other shows. Why am I doing this? It looks different from the other shows. It's way more action-packed and violent than, let's say, a Jessica Jones and Daredevil. But then you think about it, dude's invincible. It makes sense. You could throw a freaking tank at the guy and he's going to walk away from it. Like there was a lot of gunshots to a point where like the cop was like, you might be bulletproof, but the city ain't. Like if they tried something like that on Daredevil, he's like, well, I'm blind. Not only did those bullets rip me to shreds, I didn't even see it coming. You've lived a full life, Matt Murdock. Like, let's not even look through your entire history, but in your recent history, you got with Karen Page, who's like the hottest freaking ginger ever, and Electra. a much more attractive, desirable Electra than the muscular Jennifer Garner. Lady, I'd like to hold your hand, but you might crush mine. So yeah, Luke Cage coming out September 30th. I'm looking forward to it. It looks so good. And I suppose, depending on how you look at it, it's a positive thing because it'll keep me from hopping a bridge until at least October 2nd or 3rd. Fingers crossed they'll drop a new Avengers trailer or something on like the first Keep Me A Laugh for a little bit longer. What else? Ah yes, I was on IGN earlier and it looks like they've been invited to a PlayStation event next month where it's expected that the Neo will be announced making people like myself who invested in a PS4 early look like complete suckers. Come on, guys. Just hold off for a couple more years, then drop your PS5. I feel a little bit better about it. Or an even better idea is why don't you guys at Sony make a machine that's not completely out of date in a couple of years into its release? Like, I remember back in the day, like, the Nintendo, the Super NES... They had really long life cycles, even the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. Didn't those things go for up to like eight years? Aren't we like halfway into that? Maybe even less than that? And you need a new console already. Now, correct me if I'm mistaken, but in the world, there are things called supercomputers, right? Like we can't be that far off from AI at this point. So we have tech like that. Of course, we don't need that to play our video games on, but there are computers from what I understand, and this this might just be a rumor or theory, but I believe there are computers that you can play video games on that outperforms consoles tenfold. And I'm pretty sure you don't even need a high-end one that outdoes a PS4 or an Xbox One. So why in the hell, when you created this console, why didn't you just look to a decent computer and just basically build a computer That looks like a PS4. It's not like you guys don't make money off these machines. You know, find a way. Go to China. They'll pump you out a billion microchips for like 12 bucks. Like, it's baffling to me. They're like, oh yeah, we need this for the new VR. I don't know, man, but you can do VR off my cell phone, so... You're telling me my cell phone is more powerful than a PS4? The hell are you guys doing over there, Sony? It's moves like this that make... Guys like me hold off on buying your consoles right off the top. That and, you know, they're buggy as hell off the top. It's happened to me. I've had to send it in before. And instead of fixing mine, they send me a refurbished one. Now what do I want to do. I prefer to walk a different path in life. One without this stress. (gasps) OMG. I think I just gave up on console gaming. I refuse to join the master race. I'll read a book instead. Um, okay, maybe not. I'll get Audible. Someone will read that book to me. Better yet, I'll get a girlfriend. Now you're right, Audible's realistic. And I was gonna call it a day, but I've got one more thing to talk about. And if you're still sticking around, good on you. You know, quality. Or you're just real kind. I got nothing better to do. But I just recently discovered that for this new. It's not the new fifty-two, it's the thing after the new fifty-two, whatever DC's calling this. But this relaunch they're doing, they have a new Superman? And he's Chinese? What? I think it's stupid. Yeah, I know you if you've listened to the show, you know I'm an advocate for, you know, Asians getting a bit more exposure in media, but this is freaking stupid. There's one Superman to me, and that's Kal-El Clark Kent. He's a big, like, six-foot-six white boy who grew up in the country, in Kansas, and he goes on to marry Lois Lane, who's also a white girl. That's the way they wanted it off the top. I respect that vision, and I want people to adhere to it. I don't want an Asian Superman. I mean, growing up, I'm like, you know, I adored and idolized Superman, and the only disconnect was, yeah, he's white. But that never stopped me from wanting to be more like him. At this point, clearly it's failed, but at the time, you know, I was bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. So I guess I'm torn. On one hand, I'm like, I appreciate the thought, and I can see how this could be useful uh, for, for young people. But on the other hand, I'm like, I'm so sick of this crap where I am so against whitewashing in Hollywood. But whitewashing in Hollywood simply means taking a character that should be any race outside of white and making them white. That don't work for me, but I'm also against taking a character that was supposed to be probably white. And they've changed it just for the sake of changing it. Like Marvel's taken all their all their guys, Thor, Iron Man, and replaced them with a chick. I'm not down for that either. Just freaking keep what they're meant to be. And then create new superheroes who are women. Like Spider-Woman, Can't Stand Her. The only one I'm down for is Spider-Gwen because I think that's cool. But like how hard is it to make an original superhero? And in this case, how hard is it to make an original Chinese superhero? Have you ever listened to Believe? An original play by old Kenny featuring a brand new original Asian superhero. Granted, I released it I think a year ago. It sounds like I kinda ripped off Arrow, but when I wrote it, Arrow wasn't a thing yet. So yeah, it's just, knock it off with this. So let's reimagine this iconic character to be something more PC. Please don't. Just come up with a new superhero. If they're badass, they're badass, they'll catch on. Because when you're doing this, like I wanna get into new books, but, but when Tony Stark's not Iron Man and the hunky Thor isn't there, it actually prevents me from buying your books. So why the hell would you try to get some new hipster to try out your book when you've already got a guy who's put thousands upon thousands of dollars in your company in the past? Why don't you just create some cool stories for dudes like me? Sometimes in life, man. I just feel like if it makes too much sense, people just won't do it. Nope. Don't tell me how much Jump at the Bridge makes sense. I'm not doing it. All right. Now we'll call it a day. That's episode 81 of the coolest podcast ever the Kenny Ho Show. Thank you for listening. And we're gonna get right back at it next week. If I'm not super depressed anyway. Lindsay Fonseca, I hope you're listening. And I hope you're impressed. Toodles!